0: Due to its elusive writing style and its use of mockery, analogy, and parables, the Dwangzi is sometimes difficult to follow. In this podcast, I'm going to highlight some of the passages by ordering them in so-called life lessons. I'm making use of Brooke Zipperin's translation of the Dwangse. Lesson 2, when we place too much stock in our beliefs, we fail to see that this might also be a that. Sometimes we are so closed minded that we label people and cannot see somebody or something in a different way. Children see a chair as a train or a place to hide under, or as the top of a mountain on which you can stand. We see it as a chair that you can sit on. Nothing more. But this might prevent us from, care- from carefree wandering and adequately responding to the world. The Duangzi says in 2.16, this is also a that, that is also a this. That posits a this and a that, a right and a wrong of its own. But this also posits a this and that, a right and a wrong of its own. So is there really any that versus this, any right versus wrong? The world and human beings have a multiplicity of nuances that language fails to capture. The Duangzi urges urges us to use language in a looser sense, which brings us to Lesson 3. Life Lesson 1. Be modest in your assertions. There are always different ways of seeing what you are describing. So the Duangzi is labelled a perspectivist, because he argues that there is a plurality of perspectives, and that we cannot really know for sure if our limited perspective is true. In 1.5 the Duangzi says, a small consciousness cannot keep up with a vast consciousness. Short duration cannot keep up with long duration. How do we know? The morning mushroom knows nothing of the noontide. The winter cicada knows nothing of the spring and autumn. This does not lead to relativism though. Well. Maybe so called perspectival truth. Remember that for Taoism, everything originates in Tao, the process of becoming into being. This means that everything is in constant flux and transformation, which would also mean that what we think is now true is also exposed to transformation and change. This does however not imply that anything goes. Your your perspective, as one of the many spokes in the wheel, has certainly meaning. I discovered that last week when I kept on riding my bike with two broken spokes. Eventually not only my wheel needed to be replaced, but also my derailleur was broken. To sum up, it's okay to make assertions, as long as you keep in mind that you are not a know-it-all, and that you might be wrong. Lesson 3. Language is for communication, not for bickering or declaring war. Remember all the fights you had with somebody because you wanted to be right? Well, this is kind of self-defeating, because even if the other would in the end say that you're right, the clash of words, the yelling, the accusing, will most of the time leave you not feeling too good about the whole situation. The also urges you not to fight for your truth but to be open to alternatives, nuances, and different perspectives. The Dwangse says in uh, 2.34 The great course is unproclaimed. Great demonstration uses no words. Great humanity is not humane. Great rectitude is not fastidious. Great courage is not invasive. For when the course becomes explicit, it ceases to be the course. When words demonstrate by debate, they fail to communicate. Lesson 4. A great teacher is someone who self-empowers you. You will remember the significance he had on you, without being able to communicate what he actually taught you. When we look at the dialogues in the Duangzi, which can be seen as teaching moments, we quickly come to see that they really differ from the Confucian teachers. First of all, the teachers that we encounter in the Duangzi all bear funny names such as Shushan Taules, Crazy ji and Club Food all teachers who are not the authority figures that we would usually go to if we want to be educated. But, as the text suggest, our prejudice towards these mutilated teachers unfounded, given the fact that Wang Tai, whose foot had been chopped off out of punishment, has, and I quote, as many followers as Confucius himself. 5.1 The next striking aspect of the teachings of Wang Tai is that he offers no instruction whatsoever and gives no opinions. The teacher has nothing to teach, it's a teacher without teaching content. Yet, as the text goes on, it is stated that when one meets with Wang Tai, one is empty, but after meeting him, one is full. Duangzi 5.2 it is thus suggested that a teacher has a profound effect uh, effect on his students. Lesson five: Controlling others is letting yourself be controlled. We all know somebody around us who is very con- who has a very controlling personality. Interacting with him can a- can be a bit of a challenge. Well. As the Dwangsa points out, the person who likes to control your behavior is probably also very much controlling his own life. As the Duangzi says in 7.6, because you try to control others, you have allowed yourself to be controlled. Lesson 6 Embrace the endless transformation of your body. Do not dwell on earlier manifestations of your body. Younger children can't wait to become older. When my son was 4 and I asked him what he wanted to be when he was grown up, he said 5. When we are in our 30s or 40s, we sometimes want to be younger. The longing for something in the past, of something that is not yet the case, is not helping us. We should embrace our bodily transformations as a natural process of life itself and should resonate with it, like the bird Peng on Wan Wan in the Duangzi. There's a fish in the northern oblivion named Kun, and this Kun is quite huge, spanning who knows how many thousands of miles. He transforms into a bird named Peng, and this Peng has quite a back on him, stretching who knows how many thousands of miles. When he rouses himself and soars into the air, his wings are like clouds draped across the heavens. The oceans start to churn, and this bird begins his journey toward, his, toward the Southern Oblivion. The Southern Oblivion, that is the pool of heaven. Lesson 7 It's okay when you're not going anywhere. We are a small part of the infinite process of Tao, which also means that we most of the time have no clue of what we are doing or where we are going. That's okay, don't try to fix it, but just tally along with it. In 111 of the Duangzi we read, Jian Wu said to Lian Shu, I was listening to the words of the madman Ji Yu. He talked big without getting any- at anything, going on and on without getting anywhere. I was shocked and terrified by what he said, which seemed as lim- limitless as the Milky Way, vast and excessive, with no regard for the way people really are. Lesson 8 Be a skeptic, but a modest one The Dwangs is often classified as a skeptic-thinker, because he doubts the ability of language to assert the truth. But a real skeptic is, like Spinoza says, kind of dumb, because he will say that the truth does not exist, and this is true. Very self-defeating. The Duang's use of skepticism is actually a therapeutic tool to make you as the reader question your beliefs and convictions. Lesson 9 Do not impose standards on anybody, and keep your distance from people who try to impose standards on you. At the end of the inner chapters, the Dwang speaks of Hundun. 7.14 The emperor of the Southern Sea was called Swoosh. The emperor of the Northern Sea was called Oblivion. The emperor of the Middle Sea was called Sh- uh, Chaos. Shuosh and Oblivion would sometimes meet in the territory of Chaos, who always attended to them quite well. They decided to repay chaos for his virtue. All men have seven holes in them, by means of which they see, hear, eat and breathe, they said. But this one alone has none, let's drill him some. So each day they drilled another hole. After seven days, chaos was dead. This parable shows us that we should not try to impose standards on others just because we we think that they are not normal enough or do not agree with the picture we have in mind. However, Hunung's mistake is actually that he lets Swoosh in oblivion kill him. The sage does not, does not let himself be penetrated from the outside. He keeps, he keeps his mind empty and his enemies at distance. Lesson 10 Reading ancient philosophy texts can be very entertaining. Humor and playful language is actually a very good way of making your point. So instead of giving arguments, you can also make your philosophical point clear by making a joke.